Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 66, Baker's Dozen. My name's TJ Davis, alongside my constant compatriot, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? I heart Donald Trump? The fuck Eat does shit, that buddy. I heart donuts. Oh, all I see is I heart Don. It was either going to be Donald Trump or your favorite Wahlberg. <laughs> but I don't like, like either option. <laughs> well, you also like Donnie less now, knowing that he's married to Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, you. That made it like, worse. Oh, yeah. All I right. mean, at least he didn't hate crime an Asian dude. So that's very true. And I don't even have to say allegedly because I think he was convicted of that. So no, he was convicted and went to prison for like two or three years, I think, for it. So, yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, I don't think he ever showed remorse for it afterward, outside of advancing his career. Yay, the Wahlbergs. All right, let's get into um, cider number one today. Cider number one today comes to us from Citizen Cider out of fucking somewhere locally. Vermont. <laughs> it's Baker's, Vermont. It's Baker's Dozen. It's a sona, cider donut inspired cider. Try saying that three times fast. Cider donut inspired cider. I'm not going to do it three times. Oh. I, I was faking you out. Eat shit. All right. Three, two, one. Crack. I'll say it the other two times if you pay us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if our pumpkin episode last week wasn't basic bitch enough. We're doing a Cider Donut Cider episode this week. <laughs> if you don't like it, tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we love you. Give us money. What are you going to do? Stop listening? I think we only have like 17 listeners left. So, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> smells good. I like us. Yeah, it's subtle, but like the uh, the spices that I'm expecting to see are there. Like, if you look at the side of the can, it actually yeah, says... I wish that they were there a little more. It's a little on the drier side of things, which I, I honestly, for a cider donut cider, would have gone on the sweeter side of things. But sure, citizen, go off. Yeah, it's it's not bad. The flavors are there. Um, it's just it's... sort of not doesn't have the pizzazz that I wish it it did. Yeah, I mean, I, it's sort of my general feeling with a lot of the cider donut ciders is they're somewhat of a letdown. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree. Unfortunately, like I think that it's a flavor that works better, like that should work well in a cider but usually works better in an ale yes all right well since we're the beginning of the episode let's do a bit of beer talk emily and i might have might have to hang out sometime soon and drink a bunch of beers because we're running out of past beers to talk about who thought we'd get back here man i feel like it's such a backlog for so long it's fucking weird Well, hey, one of the one of the beers that we drank together was from Drecker out of North Carolina. No, it's haven't even like... pulled up their shit. Yeah, Fargo, North 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 Dakota. There we go. That's what I yeah, meant the, to say. The, the other the north. other North. <laughs> uh, it was brains, uh, blueberry, orange, and guava. It's a six point six percent smoothie style sour, and. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Drecker's sour stuff seems pretty on point. Like, it usually it's their IPAs that are kind of lacking, but while their sours aren't quite 450 North level, they're pretty damn close. Yeah, they are pretty damn close. Like, well, this one in particular was like exceptional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially for the Brain series, I would say the Brain series is probably my second favorite. Uh, again, the yeah. Purdy series is my favorite. Purdy. <laughs> mm. Ice, ice, Purdy. It was oh, still the best yeah. I've had. Yeah, that was that was tasty. 
Speaking of tasty, I'm actually like, again, this cider isn't everything that I want it to be, but like, it's perfectly drinkable. I find it more drinkable than like a lot of basic ciders. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know. I don't know. For me, when it comes to local, well, local and easily accessible, because when it comes to local, hands down, it's far from the tree. Mm -hmm. But local and easily accessible, it's down east. Yeah. Well, I mean, down east has some misses, too. And I feel like. Oh, yeah, they absolutely do. And I feel like some of the better shit that they've done, they haven't released. Although they did, they did like release that like coffee cider mad lad bullshit that they did, right? Didn't they? At some point, don't you remember we had a coffee cider when we were there? And then I thought that they they released one of the weird ones in cans, and I can't. I thought oh, it was we, that one. I think you're right. It was that one. That like, was weird. I liked it. I like it too. Like coffee is a thing that people expect in, you know, stouts or something, you know, on the darker end of things like that. Um, I really appreciate when you see it in like things that you're like, you put coffee in what? Like cider actually worked way better with coffee than you might think. Um, I mean, hell, sours work way better with coffee than you might think. Like, it's just... Yeah. Like I'm I'm here for it. So uh keep doing your weird shit down east. Also release Aloha Saturday. All right. Well the next beer we checked in. I was missing a bunch of that because my interwebs are being weird. But yes, keep doing your weird shit down east. I didn't hear what the fuck you said after that though. That's okay, you'll hear it in, in editing. Um Yep. Because <laughs> I'm not filling you in on air. Deal with it. Uh, next one is from Great Notion Brewing out of Portland, Oregon. So once again, outside of New England. This was a fruited sour called Unbalanced Breakfast. Had to fucking try this one. It was made with heaps of blueberry puree, buckets of maple syrup, milk sugar, and a whole lot of whole bean coffee. This fucking ruled speaking of coffee in sours this was awesome like i am generally a huge fan of maple in many things as well and like yeah this really worked for me and i thought all of the flavors that they said came through so yeah hell yeah 100 percent. definitely definitely like yes. it definitely want to try more great notion because like Alrighty, so keep it on. Yeah, the great notion. It was pretty good. Uh, Emily likes fucking maple more than I do, but I still thought it was pretty good. You can't see me anymore, folks. Nope, now to work on my new on my next evil plan. <laughs> next up, we had uh, OJ Hercules from River Six Brewing out of Fitchburg, Mass. Um. Six point six point five percent with an IPA with uh, um, Citra and Galaxy hops and Valencia orange juice, and huh. it well, was I'm just going to keep talking because I can't see him on. But his I think audio that the conclusion that you and I came like to I said, Emily folks, was, this like, is going to be a weird one. Oh, he just dropped out and he's back. Um, real OJ yeah, OJ, OJ like Hercules was pretty solid. I don't know, it just wasn't everything I wanted it to be. Um. It is a New England style IPA, single IPA, uh, with crushable juiciness from Valencia Orange and crisp flavors from Citra and Galaxy Hops. Like, that's a combination that should absolutely win every fucking time, and this was uh, honestly just kind of okay. Um, All right, so I'm guessing that mine crapped out, so you didn't hear me say, like, all that stuff. Uh, It's also not a single hop. It's Citra and Galaxy. Yeah, Um, I know. Well, you called it a single hop. Um, no, I single. It's a single IPA. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's a New England, not IPA. a single hop. Yeah, it's uh, a single New England IPA, not a double or a triple or yeah. a quad. But no, what I had said was uh, I feel like it, both of us agreed that it would have been better if they would used like fresh cold press OJ instead of zombie OJ. 
I mean, probably they use zombie OJ, but I'm reading the description and it says from Valencia Orange, and I'm like, is that like is zombie OJ made with a particular varietal? Because I don't know. It might actually be cold pressed, and it just ended Didn't up work. tasting like zombie. Yeah. Womp. Yeah. I mean, again, it's fine. I don't know that I'd rush out and buy it, though. And also, yeah. I'm not sure that... I didn't hear you say any of that, and I don't know if Zencaster captured all of it, by the way. Because I... Oh, it oh. should capture mine and yours individually as local recordings and then upload those. It should, but you actually dropped off the Zencaster at some point. Mm. And, like, there was no audio coming through for you, so we'll see. Fun. Yeah. Uh, enjoy this one, buddy. Uh... I mean, hey, at least it's probably going to be better to edit than the Carrie episode. Check yep, out our other podcast. See it or screw it. Still putting off the Carrie episode until after our Shocktober event. Join us for Shocktober. Starting Friday, Shocktober. Yeah. Only on Theater Screw It. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Next up, we had another River Sticks. This one's called Iliad. It's an Imperial Stout made in collaboration with Branch and Blade. Uh, with notes of chocolate malts conditioned on orange and vanilla. Motherfucker was a 10%. So, like, not surprised being an Imperial Stout. I just wish that, like... <laughs> I don't know. More it of the flavors better. came, yeah. Like more of the flavors you were going for came through instead of it just tasting like boozy and burnt. This might have been the one that we were saying tasted a lot like zombie orange juice, and it, they don't. And does it? Spe it doesn't specify what kind of orange juice they used in that one, right? Oh, maybe that's what this one was. Yeah. So, that makes like, sense. um. So I think our biggest complaint was th with this was that. Like, you might have been able to fix it just by adding lactose, but like it, because that would have added like sweetness and creaminess. Because this did not come across as a creamsicle stout. It can, and burnt. Uh, I would say, I mean, less. I don't know. I think they overroasted their malt. I wouldn't describe it as bitter and burnt. I would describe it as like it tasted like a sour stout, which is like not what they were going for clearly oh uh, yeah it's all coming back to me now like peeing yes into the lactose wind. would have would have uh what would have helped that one sorry folks everything gets mixed in my blender of a brain everything's coming up millhouse yep yep <laughs> yep uh, <laughs> well this is appropriate our the next one is a cider! Oh my god, it's a cider episode, and we're talking about another cider! Woo! Um, what are the chances of that? <laughs> so this is from High Limb Cider, which is out of Plymouth, Mass. Uh, this was the Toasted Orange Creme Brulee Cider, which, like, I bought a can of name alone, because it was like, ah, I just need to see how this is. Mm -hmm. um, it was okay. Like, I don't feel like the orange came through all that well. I definitely don't feel like the creme brulee came through all that well. Like it this is supposed to have a blend of burnt cream, lactose, sugar and vanilla for a balanced citrus creamy blend. Also un also hand toasted orange peels. Honestly, like it, those ingredients sound fantastic, but like none of that came through well enough for me. Yeah, I mean, you got a little bit of the orange, you got a little bit of the vanilla, but like, yeah, it, it it's it says creme brulee. creme brulee, and it should so yes, you you distinctly need that caramelized sugar taste to make yeah. it a creme brulee anything, and that was I, that did not come through for it's me. Very much missing. Um, it makes me wonder if they fuck something up because it's like also an eight percent cider, which is fairly high for a cider, it seems. Yeah, but maybe be. that's you know French inspired ferment. I mean, you, you can like also a higher yield, so it's closer to a fucking apple wine. I mean, you can make them. You can you can do an imperial. I don't know how the hell it works, but I think that I've seen imperial ciders before. 
it's just not doesn't seem very common. Hmm. Like I think that the market for ciders is a bit different than the market for beers. I would guess that ciders skew more heavily to uh women. looking for like a lower calorie lower no lower calories wrong it is definitely these are ciders are more than beer wow yeah i figured their sugar was more but i didn't know if they're oh, the sugar well, yeah sugar yeah. calories come on man <laughs> i am smart my name tj <laughs> yeah less of the sugar is converted to alcohol so you the alcohol is lower in calories than the remaining sugar is that makes sense so you know how last time you said we don't drink any grims anymore yeah we fixed it (laughs) next up we had wave table from grim grim out of brooklyn new york it's a 6.7 percent american ipa um Apparently, it's their flag, their flagship hoppy offering. The Northeast style IPA brewed with Citra, Strata, and Mosaic. Actually, yeah, yeah. I would I, I would accept that as a Northeast style. Not a New England style, but a Northeast style. I agree. Because that, that's probably what I would more call, you know, shit like fucking Heady Topper these days. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. Eh. Uh, yeah, I think we both fine. gave it a four. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that a four is like makes people probably makes people go, "Wow, that sounds pretty great." And it's like, eh, if you saw how much how I usually rate grim stuff, like it's another one of those where like anything below a four means they fucked up really bad for them, and like mm. a four is kind of like bottom of the barrel of like acceptable <laughs> shit from them for the most part. Like, yeah, I know I'm. I mean, it most makes of sound our like a pretentious douche, but whatever. Most of our rating range goes from three to five, dude. Yeah, I know, because we also both feel really bad about being mean to people, and like also, we tend to self-select for stuff that like won't fall out of the bottom of that range most of the time. Mm-hmm. Although occasionally we get surprised. Cough, cough. Willie's super brew. Cough, cough. Oh my god, <laughs> Willie's super brew. About that shit. It tasted like vomit, literally like vomit <laughs> without the chunks so fermented vomit oh oh somehow that i don't know it's like filtered vomit like just makes it worse somehow i don't know i don't know what's what i don't yeah chunky would probably be worse <laughs> oh god uh, mm, eh, uh i mean like chunky just makes me think of like cement mixers or uh fucking car bombs Like, like, drink that shit before it curdles. Why is there yogurt in this cap? Well, see, it used to be milk. And well, time makes fools (laughs) of us all. all. (laughs) Uh, Good times. All right. Keep it on. Keep it on. We had another River Sticks. (laughs) Nectar of uh, Aristeus. It's their banana cream pie milkshake IPA, and like, I think we both on I think we both gave it a four point two five, but like, it this... might deserve higher than that. Actually, like, it... I I think that so for me, I think the four point two five comes in from the fact that like, banana its cream average pie is, is... four point oh three, and I don't terribly care for banana cream pie. That's exactly the problem. Like, it's ex- it's it's ex- excellently executed. But like, if you want an IPA that tastes like a banana fucking cream pie, drink this. Because this of. is like pretty much Asterisk. everything that was on the tin. Yes. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted a hint of graham cracker in there. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, actually, well, banana cream pies don't necessarily have a crust. Like a lot of cream pies, some cream pies are actually made without a crust. Like they're just sort of made it in a tin. So what? Just like banana pudding in a tin topped with whipped cream? Yeah, basically. Like I, they're look, man. Some people Madness. are lazy as hell. Um, I, and I think that my other complaint with this, oh, is be... that they used artificial banana instead of real banana? Correct. And like again. As I've said before, artificial banana is actually an excellent dupe 
for the old cultivar. I like the Cavendish cultivar. Clearly, I would like the Cavendish cultivar much more than I would like the semi-shell that's extinct because I don't really like artificial banana. It's like, and if you're doing a banana cream pie right, I would assume that you're doing, you're, there's some actual fucking bananas in there. So like. Nope, nope. Total redneck, total redneck. Banana pudding, whipped cream. Done. But like, why? But buy like a pre-made graham cracker crust. And Here's sell a, that shit. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. As a, as a, as a science person, as a science nerd, um, I think my big question for the uh, food science industry is, why the fuck have you not made banana oil that tastes like Cavendish? Like how? Like I look. I've made banana oil in a lab. I know that the st- that the dupe for semi shell like you don't need any input from like any actual fucking plant material. You can literally make it in a lab from chemicals. Like I understand, but like come on, Cavendish has been the dominant cultivar for what like almost a hundred years. Like hasn't anybody decided to maybe get on that? No. No. <laughs> Food industry says you're you're gonna eat this and you're gonna fucking like it. There's not enough demand. I mean, maybe ever maybe most people would like artificial banana better if it tasted like what they expected it to taste like. Maybe. Then again, there are some wholly artificial flavors that are quote-unquote based on real flavors like grape for instance that like don't really resemble the original product all that much but you know no artificial grape just tastes like purple yeah it's like and fruit punch I, tastes like red i deeply enjoy like honestly a lot of artificial flavors i do deeply enjoy i think there's i think my problem with the sammy shell flavored stuff is that like it's i don't know Old cultivars of that that old cultivar clearly had kind of a cloying sweetness to it that like would just be like ugh, mm-hmm. which is weird because I like sweet things, but like there comes a there there's some stuff that just makes me go ooh god oh that's like it's like almost syrupy, mm. but not in a good way. Not in a good way. No, my my boundaries of sweet are. Uh... Are the Florentine cannolis at Bova's in Boston? Check it out. Don't check it out. It's horrible. Never go there. Keep on being a tourist and go to fucking Modern and Mike's. Stay away from Bova's, especially at two a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Keep going to Mike's. Keep giving them too much money and like staying away from the shit I like. This ends my PSA. Yeah, stay away from my damn bakery. Yeah. But those if you give us know, money on Patreon, I will allow you to go. Yeah. <laughs> Little do you know, audience, we've fitted you all of you with tracking devices. So we do know where you go. It's why we have been politely requesting that you interact with us. But trust me, we know. <laughs> or is That's it like a, a suicide squad kind of deal where we like manage to like install like tiny bombs in their heads or some shit. Sure. You, you can totally be Amanda Waller if you really want to be. Not really, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. It seems kind of <laughs> like it could be handy. Um, well, we're no longer going to do a artisanal brew works warheads special, at least not with like the ones that we had sitting there for a few years. Um, cause we finally sucked it up and just fucking drank them. Um, I think TJ we probably ran out of booze, <laughs> and Emily just decided, like, eh, fuck it. Um, honestly, kind of glad we didn't like do even a single bonus out of that because originally you wanted to do three. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. Um, I'm well, hoping beer in a that... movie, but like, yeah, these beers are disappointing. I'm hoping that it was like just the fact that they sat for too long, and like this was not a. Uh, recipe that held up to that well because they were all really underwhelming to me. Um, well, I remember them being tasty when we had them at that fucking 
beer fest, uh, but beer like fest, I, it kind of it also makes me wonder if like But it was also one of the later ones that we went to, so were we already kind of hammered? And maybe they amped it up for it and like toned it down when they started canning it. I don't know. There's a lot of different yeah. reasons it could be different, but like in any case, I was not wildly impressed with these. Again, I'm hoping it's just aging. Um I mean, I like the blue raspberry the best just because I like blue raspberry, but yeah, get, give them give them the flavors. The blue ra- so the the of the so there was a watermelon one which I just gave to TJ cuz I like artificial watermelon like man, artificial watermelon is way way more missed than hit for me. Yeah, I mean it tasted like, you know, Jolly Rancher with a little bit of sour. Yeah, which is yeah. No, like a Jolly Rancher watermelon is probably the best example of the type of watermelon I do not like. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, here you go, buddy. Um, I'm not also I'm also not a huge fan of green apple. Um, the green no, apple was my we, least we... favorite of the three we've drank recently. But like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't totally awful. There are sour apples that work for me. This wasn't horrible but like it was just wildly underpowered so i i gave that one a 3.5 and then there was a black cherry and a blue raspberry both of which i gave a 3.75 to because again the flavors were just wildly underwhelming to me i gave a four to the blue raspberry just because you know blue raspberry but yes ass yeah I gotta kiss Blue Raspberry's ass. Everyone know when Blue Raspberry might show up in my life. Is uh, Blue Raspberry <laughs> also played by Giancarlo Esposito? Maybe. <laughs> Man, yeah. Unassuming, but but unnerving and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, again, I really like. I want him to be Xavier, but I want them to do like a dark Xavier story. Yeah, Get I mean, him. honestly, I'm I'm loving him as like occasional Lex Luthor on Harley Quinn, which we oh, might yeah. get into some <laughs> after. Um, I don't know. I'm since you can no longer see me, I'm more than halfway through. Oh, I'm almost done. Okay. Well, I am done. Oh, oh hey, boy. we had a couple of other citizen ciders while Emily uh, keeps on uh, drinking. Uh, you had one of them. I didn't. Ch- I tagged you in one I shouldn't have. You didn't have the good neighbor. Oh, okay. Well, then I shouldn't have checked that one. Whatever. Fake numbers. It's fine. It's a strawberry rhubarb one. It's. I don't know. I gave it a four. Strawberry rhubarb is a profile that I really like. I mean, honestly, I like anything with rhubarb, and strawberry rhubarb is about the only way you really get it in this fucking country, so that's what I got. Uh, and it is a good combo, but I don't know. I mean, again, it was it was fine. It was quite drinkable. I think it was a little bit underwhelming compared to what I wanted it to be. Yes. Like I think I think Citizen just goes too light on their flavors, but no, I would agree with you on that because I had similar issues with the After Hours because that was cider aged in Tomcat gin barrels. While it yeah. was good, I wanted more. Yeah, I mean, I think that that one because I think the gin barrel elevated it slightly above some uh, like the other citizen stuff that I've had recently. But again, like what I would say is if you're looking for a cider to blow your fucking mind, citizens, not where you go. If you're looking for a cider that you can probably pick up and like find a lot of places around new England that like you can be reasonably sure is going to be drinkable and not like, an unpleasant experience then citizen is not a bad choice i still think that my favorite of theirs is probably the one that is dry hopped can't remember um and i know my mother really likes the uh i think it's the dirty mayor the one with like ginger beer huh 
I don't think I ever had that one. Then again, I'm not a big ginger beer fan, so I don't know if I'd like that one. Well, what do you say? Do we uh, go I through the we, only other two things? We, yeah, we go through the last two things and then we take our commercial break. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That means we got to drink more. Oh, God. Um, yep. Gotta go so buy next a bunch up. of got <laughs> Gotta buy a bunch of uh, singles. Yeah. Next up is... Uh, so lo- for folks, Lone Pine from Portland, Maine, makes seltzers now. I actually think I've talked about a couple of them on here, um, but I picked up a can of one I hadn't had, and we gave that a whirl. Uh, this was the Mango Queen Craft did. Seltzer. Um, honestly, I thought this was really pleasant. If you're lo- if you're the kind of person, so it's mango juice and vanilla bean. Um, it does contain lactose. It is not, it's not as sweet as a smoothie seltzer and it's not as gross and cloying as something that uses artificial sweetener. Like it's got a yeah. hint of sweetness, but like it's you more can naturally tell. sweetened. Exactly. I, I really liked this because like it, because most of what I want from a fucking hard seltzer is like polar, but with alcohol. And even polar doesn't do that right. Yep. I don't like, know why polar doesn't do it right. adding right. artificial sweeteners to fucking seltzer. Like, I know everybody likes sweet bullshit, and you're probably aiming it at people who are underage, but come on. Adults don't always want sweet. <laughs> yeah, le- legit. Just like pre-mix me a funky seltzer with vodka and put it into a can yeah that's all i'm asking for (laughs) yeah that's it i don't know why that's so fucking hard leave the sweeteners out of it if you want to sweeten it throw in like some actual lime juice or something (laughs) no lime juice will not sweeten it dipshit it's acidic uh, I mean, yeah, mango is a good choice for it, and uh, also throwing in lactose helps a lot because you know lactose is a sugar. Oh man, it, it's it's the last one we've got checked in. Well, the last one you've got checked in. Well, I could probably go over to my uh my one because I had a couple at uh level ninety nine. I don't think anyone anything was that exciting, but yeah. Um, hey. We also had a pipe dream. It was pumpkin French toast. It's their seasonal pumpkin ale, but they infused it with loads of cinnamon toast cereal. Really? And I believe maple syrup as well. Well, and with cinnamon, well, no, it doesn't even say that. It just says the result is a slightly sweet, bready pumpkin ale with a cinnamon maple twist. So where the fuck is maple coming from? It's got to have... Uh, it's got to have maple in there. It's got to have maple in there somewhere. I The thing I don't remember is if their like, regular pumpkin ale has maple in it, maybe. I don't know. Oh, um, maybe. I definitely liked this better than TJ, but like that's because, like I said, you know, you do maple right, and I'm probably going to like whatever the fuck it is like in any, in any food or beverage. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, I oh, hey. quite enjoyed it. Um, other things that I've had, because I was at the Night Shift Brewing location. I, I want to say it's called Level 99, but over in the Natick Mall. Unfortunately, I was there on um, Rosh Hashanah. Is that what just passed? The New oh, Year. yeah. And then Yom Kippur was today. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, but I had some, some beers there. I'm just going to fucking hit through them real fast i had the pumpkin pie scraper from night shift it's all right i mean mm. it, it's you know you, you want to fucking it has a little more flavor than like a fucking shipyard i'd say but mm-hmm. that might have just been the rim yeah. um i had the fudge pop it's a milk stout uh eh, not everything you want it to be give it a 3.75 mm-hmm. uh, i had ultraviolet from tilted barn Mm-hmm. Um, New England IPA, fucking what else about it? Nothing else it tells me about it. Cool. Ultraviolet, check it out. I gave it a 4.25, so pretty decent. 
Um, yeah, Tilted Barn's usually pretty good. I had a In Abstentia from Brick and Feather, another New England IPA. Um, do do Man, I forget where Brick and Feather's from. Are this, is are they like they're like Massachusetts somewhere, aren't they? Uh, Turner yeah. Falls, Mass. Where the fuck that is? I have no idea. Mm. A place. A place in Massachusetts. Um, apparently, Brood is a bigger alternative to our Zelda IPA. So whatever the fuck is in Zelda is this. But it's 7.2% New England IPA. Uh, again, 4.25. Really enjoyed that. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, good news. I'm about to take the last sip. Awesome. Oh, did we ever talk about Typhon, father of all monsters? No. Because we also had that. I don't know we why did. we didn't talk about that. Oh, because I didn't check that one in, apparently? No, you did. I just did don't I? know where you did. No, you never did. Other people I know did. Um, There's also another beer that we had together one night. Typhon, father of all monsters, from River Styx. It's an 8.5% double New England IPA. Um, hazy and hoppy with Galaxy leading the way. <laughs> Rad. Uh, but yeah, pretty fucking solid. Uh, I gave it a 4.25. Yeah, I remember liking that one. I uh, just checked it in now. Rad. All right, so I guess now it's commercial time. Um, hey, positive commercial number one. Check out Untapped. You can find us on Untapped. I'm at Horfreck, which is Horror Freak, without the last or, and the A. Emily is at Empress E, I think. Yeah, no spaces. Um, but yeah, check us out on Untapped. <laughs> we drink beers. We talk about beers. Uh, negative ad. Fuck you, Zoom. That's it. Just fuck you, Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Negative ad number two. Fuck you, RCN. (laughs) Why? What's RCN doing? Uh, making your internet crap out occasionally. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, fuck you, RCN. (laughs) Your stability is shit. Yep. Um, positive ad. Check out our other podcast, See It or Screw It. It's about movies. It has other uh, people on it, including and, Liam Anderson of Well, There's Your Problem. Yeah, and Daniel Murphy of WithFetus.com. Um, yeah. What we're going to be starting Shocktober. This Friday, because this releases on Thursday, so tomorrow you can check out our first Shocktober. Um, Shocktober. There you go. Uh, Emily, any more ads other than Shocktober? Um. <laughs> uh. Micturation. Bring back the scientific word for urination. I, I mean, I guess urination's kind of a scientific word now, too, but, like, it has a more scientific word. Hmm. I, just I like say this because using... I have to pee. Oh, I, I like using void as in to empty. Yeah. I mean, that's also perfectly usable and acceptable. Sweet. But like why does it I'm have going to two... go void my bladder? <laughs> why why does it have two science names? Cause it's that cool. Yes. Well I'm gonna go uh micturate now. Yeah. I don't know if you can use it in such a fashion, but whatever. Anyway. Probably not. I, I'm going to go conflagrate now. Uh-huh. All right, bye. Boy, those are some great commercials, huh? 
We really hate a lot of stuff. <laughs> we sure do, good buddy. We sure do. But you know what we don't hate? We don't hate Raytheon and their fucking knife missiles. Knife, yeah, knife missiles. If you want to kill some kids in Yemen, Raytheon. <laughs> do you like killing school buses full of children in Yemen? Well, Raytheon has the product for you. All right, so... Shall we get on to cider number two on this week's episode of New England Cider Reviews? We shall. We shall. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, this one comes to us from Stowe Cider, crafted in Vermont. I'm just going to go out on a short limb and guess Stowe, Vermont. Wow, man. How'd you know? Also, uh, I love that their barcode is Vermont shaped. Uh, I've got ESPN. I've got ESPN, too. <laughs> Uh, apparently its ingredients are printed on the side. It's got fresh pressed apples, water, cinnamon, nutmeg, cane sugar, brown sugar, vanilla, and contained sulfites. And yes, I do like the Vermont shaped barcode. It's amusing. Are you ready, good buddy? I sure am. Three, two, one, crack. Also kind of adorable. The top of the front of the can says cider spice and everything nice. <laughs> This is a bit hazier than the last one, which is a good sign in my book. Actually, much it's more effervescent. Oh, yeah. yeah, more effervescent has a greater scent. Like already, I like this one more. And a greater taste. Hell yeah! yeah. Like this one tastes like cider donut, apple pie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Insert uh, apple pastry here. Like yes. Yeah, th this is what you want it to be. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Again, the citizen isn't bad. This is better. This is notably better. If you like, oh, I was going to be semi-mean. I'm still going to be semi-mean. If you like bland flavors, if you don't like anything, if you don't want something that like really packs a punch, citizen. Yeah. Because like some people don't like a flavor punch. Fair. So, but like, I don't know, man, I, I feel like, I, I feel like most people, most Americans at least are familiar enough with like apple pastries and shit that like, I don't know that this would be considered challenging because it's still like a flavor that you expect. I don't know. I'd be curious to see how somebody who tends to stick on the um, uh, simple side of things would feel about these two. Hmm. I don't know. But All like, I know is that knowing that Janer likes uh, cider donut ciders, I'm probably going to recommend at least the stow to her. Yeah. All I know is my gut says maybe. Says maybe. Tell my wife I said <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> what makes a man go neutral? <laughs> Thirst for power? gold <laughs> or are they just bored with neutrality in their hearts <laughs> uh good times all right i feel like i had a tj super short spoiler free newish movie review it is the month of october isn't there some fucking horror movie i just watched the other day that was like brand spanking new hocus pocus 2 oh yeah i can do that um hocus pocus 2 uh uh, it's going to be the sacrilege fucking opinion, but I think I liked it better than the original. It actually had message and meaning instead of just a single point of like, ha ha ha, that kid's a virgin. Which like rewatching the original Hocus Pocus, they use it as a joke like six fucking times in it. Like that, that's like their only joke that and um, fucking Doug Jones losing his head. But like I thought that I thought that it was entertaining and it had like positive messaging. <laughs> I'm sure that like people are going to decry it being oh it's so woke 
it's all about girl power but it's like yeah it's a fucking story of witchcraft it should be about fucking girl power <laughs> like do do you guys not remember that we're the generation who grew up with the craft <laughs> yeah girl power <laughs> except like maybe slightly less crazy than Feruza Balk. No, exactly as crazy no, as Feruza No, Balk. it sounds like a good idea to to your uh, smaller brain. Indeed it does. <laughs> the brain in your pants lies. But yes, if you're, I don't know, if you're fond of the, your memories of the original Hocus Pocus and want to like relive it in a better context, check out Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> now on Disney Plus. <laughs> there now, was definitely now, now another... mouse, you have to pay me. <laughs> there was definitely a horror movie you watched though too. Like oh that... yeah. I watched um not the newest Ty West movie, but the second newest Ty West movie. Because the newest Ty West movie came out like a month ago, and the second newest one came out in like January or February. X. Mm. I think there's something else in there too that I fucking watched, but you know, somebody developed my app. <laughs> Would you like to develop my app? No. Damn. It's going to work one of these days. Um, but yeah, X, like the first movie that Ty West has released since like. I think the sacrament was like 2013. Mm. Like he's done a bunch of like television directing since then, but like he hasn't directed like a feature since fucking 2013, which like sort of wild. He directed like three features and then disappeared into the land of television and short film, which like, that's cool. Hone your skill. Um, X is fantastic. Like, if you like, you know, that sort of, uh, I mean, the, the basic premise is it's a group of people who go out to uh, a farm to film a porno. And uh, the terror that ensues. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it got any of that, but hey, here's open. Can't hear you right Man, now. This you dropped annoying. off the Zencaster yeah, again. This is what we're going to have to do. Um, but hey. Uh, you're back. I can hear you again. Cool. Hopefully you got all of me from then before. Hopefully you got all of you too. Then it would be just confusing and weird. Um, like your face. Just like my face. My, my face, face too. too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, X really worth the watch. It's, Thanks to Kay. Now everybody knows it's streaming on Showtime. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, uh, a great British baking show this week. Continuing uh, our review of that. It was bread week, i.e. the week that everyone should be extra terrified of Paul Hollywood. Um, and somehow two of the people just happened to get COVID that week. Because I'm guessing that that's why two of them were out because COVID restrictions. Yeah. Or were two of them out or was it that we had lost two people already? No, two of them were out. Oh, okay. They were out. All right. Yeah. I wasn't. They, they yeah. said at the beginning that two of them were unable to attend. And that's also why the conclusion that we got happened. So now we're going back into their old, old style Baker's Dozen, where one week, two people will be eliminated. That's all, That's been a possibility in uh, even non-COVID affected seasons. Uh, Not, I don't remember well, when no. they started it. Well, or, it, Oh, it, did they start that in COVID? I can't no, remember. No, they didn't. It was like one of their stunts pre-COVID. Uh, it was a baker's dozen season where they had 13 contestants. And oh. in that one week, two people would go home. So right. they're just essentially reapplying those rules since they didn't get rid of anybody in this episode. Yeah, I mean, but they've they also need done to get that. rid of two more. Yes, they haven't they... done it in a 12 person season. Yes, they. I thought they had. 
I swear to God, I thought that I, I at least they no, I knew they had the option. There's no finale that ends with just two contestants. No, I know, but what they do is they have a week where they eliminate no one, and then they have a week a week where they eliminate two. I've seen oh. it multiple times now. Oh well, yeah. you've watched a whole lot more of it than I have, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. But I don't know. I mean, like generally, you want to get rid of somebody at the end of each episode. It keeps people like tuning in to be like, who the fuck's going to go next? You do, but like, I, you know what? I don't like. I don't with, disagree with, with two, this. Well, with two people being out, like, uh, and I'm guessing that they're only out because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. Like, without saying it, they say it. You know, fucking. Yeah. I, I like. I'm not saying that like I have a problem with it. I'm just saying like that. Like, matter of fact. Well, I'm not surprised because um, so they if... didn't get rid of anybody with two people out, like especially there... in fucking Bread Week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially since there were two people who like fucked up bad enough that they it was a it was a real toss up who was going to go home and like they both managed to survive. Like, wow. Um, who got a star baker? Was it Janush? Yeah. Yeah. That dude's fucking killing it, honestly, like. Overall, um, like I'm, I I expect him. I fully expect him in the final. Also, those like Swedish sandwich, cake, bread things. I want to fucking eat those. I, I want to fucking eat like all of those. Yeah. Like that. I like a... uh, most of the pizzas sounded pretty intriguing too. Like, I feel like somebody I saw there online was one was... pizza that I thought was a real fuck up. Yeah, I can't remember but, which one though. <laughs> same, but like overall, it's like you know, take some fucking risks. Like pizza is one of those things that it's like you can put basically anything on a pizza. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to combine it with the right other ingredients. But yeah, you can you can make basically anything work on a pizza. Um, oh, I think the guy with the sweet pizza should have like done something more than just like raw fig on top of it. True. Like, just raw uh, fig. Not bad it's... though well no it wasn't that wasn't the sweet pizza because that was uh fig greens balsamic i think something yeah blah, he, blah. he had meant to like poach the figs but didn't poach the figs yeah i think that would have helped but you know still overall like but also not bad like, throw some fucking prosciutto on that we got a deal you, you yeah. know yeah, like, and like the uh, man, like it, it was funny. I was sitting here watching that episode because you know the the uh, the showstopper challenge had a lot of things that were based on like fish pies, mm -hmm. and I was sitting here watching it with somebody who does not like eating fish and was feeling slightly traumatized by the sheer amount of fish included. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Apparently that's what happens when you get subjected to a whole bunch of like gross fish when you're a kid. I mean, like what's gross fish? <laughs> um, well, if you remember something about, you know, traditional Irish cuisine, Everything is boiled. Most things are not good when boiled. Like, you want to fuck up Brussels sprouts and make everyone hate them? Boil them. You want to fuck up fish? Boil that somehow. I don't know. I mean, unless you're doing like a stew, why would you boil fish? Because you're Irish? I don't know. They boil everything. I don't know why. Well, that sucks. Fish is delicious when prepared correctly. Yes. I will eat anything from under the sea. Well, any living thing from under the sea. As long uh, as it's prepared correctly for me. I don't know. I still get a little shy about the whole sea urchin thing. No, I've had sea urchin. I know sea you urchin, have. Yeah, it, it's decent. It's... Oh, man, it's been a long time, because that was, like, what, my fucking, 
like 23rd or 24th birthday. <laughs> I think it was a little later than that, but it was definitely in your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, maybe my 27th. I'm going to say like mid to late sounds wearing. about right. No, because it was around the time of like the huge weight loss. Because that's when I got the uh, fucking corduroy. The Blazer of Awesome? Yes, the Blazer of Awesome. All right. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Moving on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I would eat sea cucumber if they're edible, if someone prepared it correctly. Um. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just shove a stick up its ass and throw it over some hot coals. <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'd let you go first for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Decent episode. I I don't think it was like one of the most exciting ones I've ever seen. Um, but also like I'm not surprised that if they've gone back to like the way that they usually operate during seasons that like they're starting to have to like have people out for COVID. Um, so do you know what the normal protocol is and then what it became during COVID, like the first couple of years? In terms of how they, how, just how the season, fun like how contestants, like, you know, what they're doing during the week when they're not recording. Oh yeah. No, they're back to the old way of like, they go home and yes. they're at home to practice instead of being exactly sequestered in like a hotel. Yes. For the entirety. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the plus side, they get to like still, you know, hang out with their families on stuff on the on, on the downside. They're also usually like going to work and shit, which means like any one of them could easily get a COVID exposure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's like. I I just I I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they were going to have to revert to that at some point, but, like, did they really have to? I don't know. The show is way more expensive, and honestly, I'm guessing more psychologically grueling. When you can't, like, go home and see your family? Yeah. But, like, I also feel real bad for, like, especially, like, the two guys who live in Scotland. Like, that, that's, not a, that's not, like, an insignificant train ride. Like, especially I mean, if you, they're... like, have to go to work Monday morning, that would suck ass. Like, maybe they're being put up closer and I being able to, doubt like, it. work remotely. I can't remember what they do for work. Mm. All right. We are fucking way off topic. Huh? Forgot that we were on episode. Hey, cider. <laughs> cider. Cider's good. This is this is a particularly good cider. I recommend it. Uh, reminds me of Bantam American, which I... Mm. Bantam... You know, sing, sing a little song for the dead. Uh, believe that it was COVID that killed them. I think you're right about that. Damn you, COVID. Like, this kind of reminds me of, like, a slightly stepped up version of Bantam American, which was their, like, apple pie one. Like, which was really solid. So, you know, pour one out for uh, good old Bantam. But yeah. Ugh. Also, like, how does how does community? Okay, I'm sorry. You. I'm going back to Great British Baking Show. They've had contestants from Northern Ireland. Like, how does that work? Like, that would be a bitch of a commute. Well, uh, I was gonna say I don't think RCN can handle like all of the people in the house probably doing shit online at the same time, especially when, you know, we're recording and doing video. Yeah. Fuck so, you. Hey, fuck you, RCN. <laughs> but, um, you know, our, uh, anti-ad list. Woo. Yep. Now yep. we're going to hassle you forever. And all 17 people that listen to this will hear. But I was going to be more smooth and be like, well, my cider is getting low and my internet is shit. So 
we might as well be hitting the old dusty trail. Smooth like sandpaper, baby. Yeah, yeah. Smooth like sandpaper right on the taint. Um, Ooh, that's especially not smooth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been New England Beer Reviews. You can also check us out on our other thing, uh, See It or Screw It with other people. But if you like what we do here, then you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can give us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. Um, fucking Emily, final word. Fuck RCN. Fuck RCN. Good final word. Man, I love that we had to like start a new recording just for this fucking 90 seconds. We sure did, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye.